Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Julie. I am your host, Rhonda Holman, with my super special, awesome, and amazing co-host, Julie Varney. We are both dental assistants in the world that have been doing this a long time. We may not be experts, but we sure are old. And what we're doing is we're going online and we're finding that uh, some dental assistants are running into humps in their career field with their team, with their doctors. We're dissecting them. We're pulling out those pearls and we're helping you get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Well, hello, Miss Julie. How are you? Good. How are you, Miss Rhonda? I'm fabulous on this amazing hump day. Just hump loving day. life, living the dream. What about yep. you? You know, just uh, hanging in there, doing the thing, doing the dental assistant thing. So. It's pretty. It's pretty amazing. Like, uh, what is it? The dental assistants worldwide group. Did you see their post that went out? It was hilarious. So it's it's this guy walking with what I am assuming is his girlfriend and he's turning around looking at another girl walking the other way. But it was funny because he put the caption in there, like the guy was the dental assistant and the girlfriend was the general dentist and the girl walking where he was looking at was the oral surgery. Like, right. <laughs> like ooh, like, there's something fancy and shiny. Let's check it out. That's right, just check it out. <laughs> it was just hilarious. I'm like, that is true because there's so many people that go from general um, to a specialty because it is that kind of shiny and new look, you know? And they're like, ooh, yeah. what's that? Like, and then they're crazy. like, hmm, what did I get myself into? <laughs> but, you know, I see, I've never actually, so when I was in the military, I did mm -hmm. certain rotations when I first started assisting and I started in oral surgery and then I went to prosthodontics, and then I went to perio, and then I went to general. Mm -hmm. But I never actually worked in just a practice that only did one specialty in the real world. So, like, I really don't know what they do. Like, I don't know how it's different than what we do. As right. Yeah. I don't know, because I've only worked in general here and there, and I've subbed in a bunch of different offices and specialty, but I've never, like, worked in it for a period, a period of time. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I imagine doing a little bit of everything. Yeah, they've got a little bit better technology and the probably the stakes are a little bit higher, you know, mm -hmm. because the services do cost, you know, quite a bit more than general dentist. Right. I don't know, it'd be neat. It bring your dental assistant to work day. Anybody in <laughs> New York area or Montana area want to take Julie or I to their specialty practice, we're in. And let us see what you do for the day. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be right? so cool. Just you know, like that. It'd be let fun. Me sub. Let me sub and see what you do in this office for eight hours a day. That would be fun. That would be really cool. Like mm -hmm. today we had a sedation patient. So the, the patient got there at like 7.30, I think, and uh -huh. was there for like five and a half, six hours today. Ooh. So I know. Sedation is long and it's so tiring on the doctor and it's just, it's a long procedure. It's also tiring on the patient. Yeah, it's, it's, well, the, it's the whole idea of like, you're, you're, you know, you got them sedated. So you want to get as much as you can done and nobody can leave the room. Like that's, I think for adults, right. that's the hardest part for me is, you know, we're tagging out when somebody's right. in the bathroom or get the crowns etched or whatever. It's like, ah, <laughs> yeah. definitely, definitely. And then you're looking yep. over at the pulse ox and their BP goes like super low. You're like, okay, where's the Epi? I got to have it ready. <laughs> get the Paddle, get the paddle, know, right? No, <laughs> it's like that heart 
heartbeat is real low right now. Breathe, breathe in your nose. Right, and that's when you you try and bring them up, right? You're like, hey, how you doing down there? Or, you know, yep. stimulate them a little bit. And then, you know, it's like it's tricky. Like, I don't know. I used to do IV sedation, um, but now we mm. just do oral. I like yeah. Oral I had oral a heart better. I worked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're so Julie. <laughs> <laughs> I go there? Either your brain went there or my, my brain went there. I don't know. Uh, but I used to start IVs and I remember I was I know nothing about oral. Yeah, it was me neither. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. A little bit. Nope. And then uh, <laughs> talk about taking pills, people taking pills. The taking pills. <laughs> Through the tummy, not the bloody. Um, but I, I worked as a waitress. So like, as you know, when we're baby dental assistants. In a hotel bar? Yeah, no, actually, Lone Star Steakhouse and Saloon, and it was in Boise, Idaho, and another waitress needed her wisdom teeth out. I'm like, dude, you should come to my mm-hmm. office, and so she did, and she was like this tiny little girl who never drank water, so her veins were like flat as pancakes, and mm-hmm. I, I had the hardest time starting an IV on her, and I just, she threw up. <laughs> like oh and then like you know four oh, days wow. later we're waitressing again at the restaurant and I was like please don't hate me <laughs> I really tried <laughs> it was it was pretty rough like you know it's the whole idea like you never know where you're going to meet your future patients you know it could be a mom yep. at you know like my daughter's at softball now or it could be you know, at a community fun run, or it could be, you know, at Sam's club. It's just, it's shocking. Like if you're really, if you're a dedicated dental assistant who wants to bring patients to your practice, like mm-hmm. it everywhere, you know, with anybody That's like, right. you know, like they had that little meme and it's the guy sitting on the swing and he's like, you know, the, the way I feel when no, I'm at a party and nobody wants to talk about teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is so true. So true. Have you brought patients to your practice? That's true. Mm-hmm. What What's like a good um, example of somebody you've met out in the world and they ended up being your patient? Mm, gosh, so many, so many cousins, friends. I mean, just people you meet at Brewers Bagels, um, just start talking to them and they, oh yeah, well, I work for a dentist. Oh, here, you know. So it's just, you know, you love where you work. I think it's just, you spread the message that way. So when people, you know, you generate conversation with people, you can just put it in that you work for a dentist and if they're looking for a new dentist. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a rock star quality too. Mm -hmm. You know, you show your dentist, Hey, I brought you 10 new patients last month. Hello. Mm -hmm. Hello. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, I can love your baby just as much as you do. I guess yep. it comes down to. And if you love your job and you love who you work with, then you're going to want to bring people in because you're proud and you want to show it off. Absolutely. And if you Absolutely. don't feel the pride, then there's probably a hitch in your giddy up and there's something wrong. Like you have to react. Yeah. <laughs> or if you think your office totally is not the right place for anybody to be so yeah I mean I see dental assistants that go to other offices to get their restorative treatment (gasps) yeah they won't even go to the guy they work for (laughs) that's kind of scary it is it really is Mm -hmm. okay Julie. 
I have a post this week, but it's, it's more of, you know, since we're audio, it's more of a description about okay. a Okay. Okay. So recently it was on Dental Assistance Worldwide Group. There was a person that posted about coming into work and their countertops were completely covered with dirty instruments in the okay. sterilization area. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't have it up. I don't remember the, what the caption was, but I is basically the whole idea of like her day started off sucking because she shows up to work and she's got like an hour's worth of, of sterilization to do. And yep. I'm like, I've been there. Like, I get it. Like, if if you work late and, and you know, you at least try and get as much as you can done. And if, and if you're that dental assistant, you know that that person's going to come in and open up shop. Go right. in and help them clean up because it's not cool to leave no. all your stuff for other people to do. No, and it, it only makes it, it makes you angry towards the other people that did that. I mean, yeah. there's no there's no need for it. There's always time in the day. And if not, if you can't get to it, how about you text your coworker and say, Hey, by the way, I left instruments. I was unable to get to it. Please, you know, let me know. Um, I'll do them in the morning, set them aside, or I just wanted to give you the heads up. The fact that you just leave them there and then you walk into a, a tornado is not okay. It's not, um, it's not good for the instruments to sit like that with all the stuff crusted on it. It's going to be more difficult, maybe more time consuming if they had just taken literally 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes to wait for the ultrasonic package image and at least put them in the autoclave so that in the morning you can turn it on. Yeah. So it's all about communication and, and reaching out to your teammates. Hey, I didn't get to do X, Y, and Z tonight. So when you come in tomorrow, that's going to be there. I just don't want you to make you angry. You know, because yeah. I'd be like, oh, okay, no problem. And then I would be able to prepare myself. So when I come in five minutes early for work, I go right to the sterilization area and take care of that hot mess of a shit show. That's my <laughs> new word. That's my new word for the week. Shit show. I like it. Show. I like it a lot. <laughs> a good one. I might pick it up. I might steal it from you for the day, for the week. Well, here's the thing too. Like if yeah. your office has protocols and checklists, mm-hmm. like that would be something that, you know, like on our checklist, like we're not allowed to leave any water in the ultrasonic. Nothing can be out that's not wrapped or bagged. Like, you know, that's our end of day thing. So that mm-hmm. for one, you don't have to worry about dropping the ball so that somebody else has to pick it up and be pissed in the next day, you know? Well, the fact is, is that it's a team effort. And if you run out of time, it's understandable. If you don't want to stay until 6.30 at night to finish up things, that's okay. Do what needs to be done. Soak those instruments in like a pre-clean or enzymatic or something. Just spray them or something. Or just rinse them underwater and set them aside. You don't have to put them in the ultrasound. And then let the next person who's going to be, unless your butt's going to be there before everybody else in the morning, right? Right. Then I think you should let the person know, whether it's the office manager or the dentist or whoever, say, hey, look. The sterilization, it's a hot mess this morning, but I'll be there a little bit early to clean it up because I just, I had been here all day and I didn't want to have to be here until 6.30. So yep. it, it's, it's, it can be helped, you know, and it can be fixed. It's like one of those struggles that we, I talked about today, you know, my little video thing that I did that I hate myself in video just by the way, but um, is that we all have those struggles, but how do we recover from them? And this poor girl struggling with it. So how does she recover? How does she 
say, hey, you know, next time, I don't mind doing your instruments. You've got to put a positive spin on it. I don't mind doing your instruments or coming in like this, but can you give me the heads up so I can come in a few minutes early to take care of it? Yeah, communication. Yeah. <laughs> We're all getting along when you communicate along. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. If not, well, I don't yeah. know. So, I mean, it's going to happen. It does suck, but you need to nip it in the bud. If, if mm -hmm. that assistant out there, you know, is listening to the show and you, you can make that not happen again, or at least get yourself a heads up. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yep. Julie, do you have a, do you have a post for us? I do. I do. It's from dental assistants worldwide group. And it said, am I being unreasonable? My boss wants me to go to an all day seminar in Clearwater, two and a half hours away from my house. And when I will be 39 weeks pregnant with my third child, she keeps pushing at it. Who wants to be two and a half hours away from their family when they're that far along? Hmm. Yeah. See, that's, uh, I wouldn't, I, I would, I know, ex I mean, that's not outrageous. Like that makes perfect sense to me. What? No, I know. Why would the dentist push it? I don't understand that part. And and the thing is, is what if something happens? She, I think, I think she, you know, she, the first foremost, she needs to think of her child and herself. And that's not okay to be that far away from, especially being that close. And maybe even after like the first trimester, because I mean, things do happen and God forbid an employee, you know, went into early labor or, you know, something happened, fell at a convention and went in, you know, you don't know, and you don't want to take that risk. So, you know, it's all fine and dandy, but I think that's way too close. 39 weeks is way like that lady should be in the hospital having a baby. <laughs> Go drink some caro syrup <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But you're at schedule C-section. Be done with it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I guess my, my advice for her would be say that to your doc. Hey, I'm not comfortable. Sign me up for the next um, course or uh, mm -hmm anything that's related to what the content is, I'm happy to go. Like I am, I'm really sad that I can't, but in good conscience, I just don't want to risk it. Right. And maybe, maybe her dentist has never been pregnant and doesn't know what it's like to be 39 weeks pregnant, two hours from home. Well, and I understand it's a third kid and she might pop it out like a, a water chest. Now. <laughs> I don't know, but and not have any issues, but you can't take those risks. It's a 50, 50 chance. You don't know until it happens. And I think, I think her doctor's being a little bit unreasonable, um, asking her to go to something like that, especially in her condition of being pregnant and maybe she's uncomfortable and who can sit at a conference being 39 weeks pregnant without having to go to the bathroom 50,000 times. That's just ridiculous. Right. <laughs> right. So what do, what do you, what do you tell her? What do you, what do you tell her to tell her? I would just say at this time, I'm not comfortable. And that my doctor has advised me that no travel, I can't do traveling. And, you know, when I come back from maternity leave, I'll be more than happy to go to this class. Or is there a way I can maybe find a class that's online and I'll be more than happy to learn it while I'm on my six weeks maternity leave or whatever yeah. it is, you know? So I think, you know, if she gets, you know, she'll have all the grounds for if something happens where she said, no, I'm not going and she gets fired. I mean, come on, the labor department would be looking at her like, like that doctor had five heads saying, crazy, you know? So I think we have to do what's best for you and, and not always, you know, what you, what the doctor thinks is best for the practice, because obviously 
I'm sorry, but I would never ask an employee at 39 weeks to go to any type of course. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because like the, the, the brain part of my body, (laughs) it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm so excited that the dentist wants to take her somewhere and help her. Right. (laughs) And the other brain part of my body is like, no way, Jose. (laughs) I'm not, yeah. You know, and I mean, if it'd be different, if it was like in the same town, like it was literally 10 minutes away. And if she could get to the hospital, she's going to have that baby at, you know, that would be a different story you know, but it's two and a half hours. That's a long distance to be away in labor. You can spit that kid out in the car on the side of the freeway. I mean, you never know, right? So there's a good story here. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm, my husband was in the military and of course they took a road trip, the squadron did to, we were living in North Carolina. They took the road trip to Virginia and um, I was like 38 weeks pregnant and my mm-hmm. friend was 37 weeks pregnant. And our husbands drove together because they're like, well, you we might as well drive together in case our wives go into labor. Right. Get this. <laughs> so like two hours after they left, she and I and a couple other military wives were having a lunch. And mm-hmm. we were talking about how, you know, it kind of sucked that our husbands both left us basically for the, it was like a night trip too. It wasn't bad. And I was mm-hmm. like, I hope you go into labor. So I'm not the bad one that makes him come home. <laughs> and sure enough, she went to the bathroom like five minutes later, lost oh, her. No. She was in active labor within an hour, had the baby an hour and a half after she started. And my husband and her husband were speeding down the highway and missed the birth. Aww. Cause they had already gotten like two hours away, two and a half hours away by that point. <laughs> and you had it was, sad. It. It was sad. Um, but yeah, and it was funny cause I took her to, you know, labor and delivery and the doctor's like poking at my belly. He's like, why aren't you popping? I'm like, I don't know. She wasn't supposed to pop. I was over, <laughs> I was farther along than her. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So to this day, I'm the one who caused her to go in labor apparently. <laughs> Uh, well, things happen. It was ready. Yeah. My husband shouldn't have left town. Shame on him. No, I'm just I know. Kidding. It's a <laughs> thing, right? <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? Like, oh you know, God. he had second guesses. Both of our husbands mm-hmm. probably should have said no to the trip. Because right. <laughs> the worst mm-hmm. case scenario did happen. That's right. Had a baby yeah. without. I'm sure the baby's fine now. All grown up. Oh, yeah. And she was really cool. She's like one of those, like, like uh, really strong women. She's like, yeah, whatever. She didn't phase her that he wouldn't have her in this restaurant right here. She's like, yeah, that's coming. I got no call in it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Man, that takes me back. So let's see what else is going on. Oh, you have a new um, toothbrush you want to talk about? Yes. So Dr. Vu, Dr. Vo, sorry, I'm butchering her name, came up with a new toothbrush called the Dentessa. So it's an intelligent toothbrush. So it it can be operated with like an app. I'm still learning about it, but it's pretty snazzy. Like it's uh. so hopefully I do some more research on it. But the really cool part is Dentessa is using dental assistants as the affiliates. So you know how like Burn has hygiene is usually their recruiting team. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So Dentessa is kind of leaning towards us, which is really cool because there's a lot of dental assistants out there that communicate with patients that, you know, help push the idea of oral hygiene and to right. have something in their back pocket, kind of like, you know, this, 
the latest and greatest toothbrush that's reasonably priced and it's I and don't know. Just, I hope they're just more about it. Right. And they're just looking for different opportunities. Yeah. So, you know, the whole mm -hmm. idea that um, you know, I've always wanted to to, I don't know, at some point I thought I was going to work for like Henry Schein or Patterson or somebody like that. Cause you, you have all this built up, um, experience working mm -hmm. in the oral cavity. It's just, it makes sense to be able to use it for good outside of the office, you know, as like a side gig. Right. And, but the hardest part with like Henry Schein and Patterson is that why we have all this dental knowledge and supplies and stuff. If you don't have a four-year degree, they won't hire you. Yeah. That's stinkies. I mean, because you can. You can get a four-year degree, but I don't understand to sell dental materials why you need a four-year degree. That that just blows my, especially if you've been working in the field. Now, if you're just pulled off the street, that's one thing, but, you know. Experience so. trumps education, especially. Mm -hmm. The experience, I would think, trumps the education. Well, especially if you've been in the field as an assistant using these products and working with Patterson and you just want to switch, you're not, you know, you're not going to get the opportunity because you don't have that bachelor's. Been there, done that, tried it. I didn't Did have a you? bachelor's. Oh, wow. Yep. But no matter how many years of experience I had in all this stuff, they still would not hire me, which is crazy. Crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy. But Alterdent does. That's what I, a friend told me that Alterdent does. They hire assistants. This new toothbrush company is going to hire assistants. And uh, yeah. uh, Zerk does because you know Zerk we have does. K on mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah they're, they're yeah. out there but they're probably not going to be your main stream like Nike right type business. <laughs> they're going right. to be like more like the Keds and the uh, Adidas. <laughs> I don't know Adidas. That's okay. Big, so if I don't you want a different career path and you're an assistant and you have all this knowledge and experience, I think you can share it with others in different fields. So it's it's a good you know you just have to find the right company that's willing to allow you to share it so mm -hmm. yeah yep. and it's usually the companies that are led by clinicians themselves mm -hmm. you know it's because they get it they're like oh well this makes way more sense oh, uh, absolutely when i'm looking to you know grow my business or expand my opportunities to others like yes not absolutely. keep family, but it just there's a little bit more credibility to the products too you know, if they are um, being distributed by clinicians or dental professionals. Right. If I was to go, you know, off the wall and just say, oh, yeah, there's this plumber down the road selling electric toothbrushes. You want to buy one? <laughs> like, uh, you do what for a living? You're a plumber? I'm going to pass. He's going to clean the pipe, so clean your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> But it's really cool. So hopefully I will have more information soon. I'm going to try Dr. Vo on the show. And then um, I know that Dental Assistance Worldwide, if you guys do have any more questions, John Hatfield is the go-to resource at this point. He's kind of like helping us all navigate through it. Um, and, you know, he's, he's a rock star. He's all, you know, it's the whole idea of like, understanding our powers as dental assistants mm -hmm. you know inside the absolutely. office yes very very cool and don't forget that our um um conference reimbursement contest ends tomorrow night so we did have a couple more registrations coming for the conference whoop, whoop. and then on um uh friday i will announce the winners um so there'll be four picks 
Um, so I'll announce those and that's about it. How are you new announcing speaker, the winners? A new speaker announcement tomorrow. What'd you say? How are you announcing the winners? I'm going to put it on Facebook and Instagram because people said, what if you don't have Facebook? And I only have Instagram, so I'll do it on both platforms. So no, but I mean, how are you going to find out who wins? Like, oh, like I'm really, I'm going to just draw names. I'm going to put everybody's registration in a, in a hat and just draw names. I like it. So, so make sure that my, my name is on a piece of paper <laughs> harder than everybody else's. And it's, uh, it's a different shape, you know, but I don't want an advantage. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> yes. So get your registrations in. And like I said, in, um, we have a new speaker announcement tomorrow. So on hump day. Hump so day. It'll be good. Hump ah, day. I love it. Well, Julie, thank you so much All for right. spending thank time you. with us again. I, you know All what? Right, Here's the thing, guys, like, I just, I want to say thank you for listening. You know, I look at the downloads and Julie and I talk about it. Like, yeah, this is the first step is just highlighting what we can and can't do, motivating each other to do better. And then just to communicate with each other across the industry of like, hello, hello? can you hear me now? Hi, mm -hmm. hi. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, no, but I, I, I just, I love all the dental assistants that are taking time out of their lives to listen to us rant and hopefully drop some pearls of knowledge here and there that are going to help motivate you to keep, That's right. up, you know, hashtag custom. Like we've been there. We've been there. We've walked the walk. We've talked the talk. We've been there, done that. We've had those oops moments. We've had those oh shit moments. We've had those what the heck am I thinking moments. We've been there. So we're yep. here. You don't need to cry alone, guys. We'll cry with you. No. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll tell you how to avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> the next time, the next office, right? Yeah, we can't clean up what's already been done, but we can totally help you guys, you know, right. worse. That's right. Okay, well, have Bye. a great day, guys. Happy hump yeah, day. Happy hump day. Bye, Julie. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Julie, where we're banding together to ensure that every dental assistant has a better tomorrow than they did today. Don't forget to find your tribe. Dental Assistance Worldwide Group has a safe place for dental assistants to share, connect, grow, and learn. Find Julie Varney on Dental Assistance Rock, the website, or Instagram. And as always, if you guys need to get a hold of DA Rockstars, we have the Facebook page you can message through there. But I just truly appreciate you letting us help you get over the hump of the week Wednesday.